if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree it will grow up the whole of its life believing that it is stupid those were words of albert einstein's welcome this friday to chilling in a bentley with davis on the inspirational friday moment i want to assure you guys today i am chilling with the coolest fresher around <laughs> I'm chilling with the coolest fresher in Nana Hostel. Uh, so today I'm chilling with one of my very good friends and she's a first year. She has a very interesting, touchy story. And she is called uh, Patricia Mutumba. And you guys, you don't want to miss out on what she has to share with us. Let us wait and see what she has for us. Welcome, people, to this segment of the inspirational moment. Like I told you earlier, I'm chilling with Patricia. Patricia is a first-year student of development economics and a former student of Mount St. Mary's College, Namagunga. They call themselves the Gungas Girls, and uh, she's a very intelligent lady, very talkative, <coughs> very interesting. When she speaks, she speaks gold. When she is in a place that people don't want her to leave because she's quite fascinating. Her company is very ineluctable and honestly speaking, you don't want to miss out on whatever she has to say or share with us today. Stay tuned. about to take you down a teary road some tears some sadness and some inspiration and some lessons so you can get your handkerchiefs nearby anyway no davis exaggerated but anyway um i think i remember it was 2011 2011 no more date 12th january woke up no more happy children doing the work at home as usual Mm, daily things no more things things that happen in our homes all the time i want it was 14th january 14th january oh my god i can't forget the date oh my god i hope my siblings aren't listening in because they might like write a newsletter and embarrass me but anyway it must be 14th january um uh, my mom my mom used to play um okay they went to the beach and were playing beach volleyball but she hadn't been active in sports in a while but she used to be a sports person but she hadn't done it in a while and over the years she had developed hypertension uh high blood pressure to put it in simple terms most of our parents in those you know late ages suffer from it so um she went out with a group of friends and were playing volleyball and then this is a story i'm told i wasn't there she she suddenly she fell down and then she was trying to call her and she couldn't respond they tried to give her things to hold and she couldn't hold them so they realized there was a problem 
so they rushed her to a hospital um where she was uh the one they were in ginger they in somewhere in ginger um it was a getaway in ginger so they rushed her to the hospital i think a nearby hospital i don't know and then the doctors were like no this is a very serious case we can't work on it we need to take her to the main hospital so they take her to the main hospital even the even the doctors there now these are the very land doctors because i mean it's the referral hospital and stuff and all the doctors from like the private clinics all the ones that go to the private clinics come from there and stuff so they're like we can't work with this case you need to take her to like somewhere else it's like very serious so they kept moving her moving her moving her just no until yeah they got her somewhere for medication and like they got uh recommendations from people like the best doctors for hypertension and stuff and all of them kept saying no there's no hope no we can't work uh this case has no hope no just pray for her just take her home and spend time with her and wait for the time when she's going to go eventually because like there's no way she's coming back then okay there was some there's a doctor that happened to come through sometime later and he he said he was like he recommended a scan he was like okay let's first do a scan then we see what's exactly what exactly is going on and so they um they took her to be scanned and when she was getting and when they were doing the scan the person who was doing the scan started to cry can you she started like the person just started crying like and they said the result would be ready in 24 hours but like immediately they were done scanning they just told my father that these results they can't wait just get them right now and go and present them so he presented them to the doctor meanwhile i'm telling this story in third <laughs> third um person because uh, i I didn't know all these things when at that time because our my my dad was looking at us like we are young they are young they couldn't disclose all these things to us because it would scare us already already I was really scared like oh my god I'm going to lose my mom I'm going to I'm going to be an orphan and all these things like oh my god it was such a sad situation right now okay I used to cry when I'm telling this story but right now I feel like it's it's a point to learn from it's a story that has taught me very many things over the years and i no longer cry when i'm telling it anyway so um yeah but it was a very difficult time for all of us especially us who are left in the dark because people would come to visit her at like the hospital like relatives and friends they would come in and when they're coming in they probably look a bit elated and they're trying to give you hope but then when they're coming out they just looked so sad they looked down they looked like it's the end of the world and and then they're telling you she's going to be fine but you'd see it in their faces that oh my god they're lying so um anyway what did i say? i'm sorry i have a problem of shifting <laughs> when i'm telling stories but anyway i stopped um anyway the doctor called my father aside and my aunt who are the major like caretakers and told them that we're going to try our best but you can't promise anything. 
and he was like if you believe in god maybe it will be good to save this case but i've never seen such a case being able to heal she had um to explain the situation in particular she had a clot in her brain she had a clot she got a clot that uh it caused a vessel in her brain to burst on the left side so actually she she got paralyzed the entire left side got paralyzed and she was in coma all this while so um yeah so that was we couldn't talk to her we could just see her there laying no life she couldn't help herself she couldn't do all the things she could do just a few hours ago this was a person that had life this was a person that could send us around we could spend time with her we could sing do no more things i mean go to church together she would help us she would guide us she would uh, she would do things yeah she's coming to should come and see you at school and and now she can't do anything for herself she's just there she's she's helpless she's you're looking at her she's, she has all these tubes in her like mouth she can't eat anymore so they're just pushing in the tubes they're pushing in the tubes to take out waste um the medication it's too much and all those things and now she's she's there she's lying there literally at the verge of death it was a very painful time so the doctors kept trying their best although all of them were not giving hope they kept saying mm, we're not sure just pray for your patient you never know it could be a miracle and if it's a miracle it will be a really huge one meanwhile we got consultancy from everyone like all the best possible recommended doctors in uganda and elsewhere yes so um but there wasn't hope there wasn't much hope so she was in the hospital for all this while it was such a long while she lost weight she lost it she generally looked different her outlook became she became generally different from what she was like if you looked at her on the bed she was totally different now her skin color her everything everything so every day we would wake up and every day it would be pressure like is this the day is this going to be that day are they going to make the phone call like every phone call that came through like that every time someone called home it was very scary okay all of us couldn't be in the hospital obviously so for us the children would go home every day and be there with like my aunties and yes we, but we'd go to the hospital every day so so yeah so sometimes there would be calls coming in but it was scary extremely scary every time you had a call you're like okay this must be the call so that um eventually there's a day when we went to the hospital i remember it was a tuesday and then we left and came home and immediately we arrived my father called and told us you people come back to the hospital and say farewell to your mother <laughs> like she's not going to make it past today according to the reports so my elder sister was still at the hospital my oldest sister so she called us she's like we're here they removed all the medicine they said nothing can be done there's no hope there's um we can't do anything about the situation so we're just here waiting for any time the hour the moment any time from now so we rush back meanwhile this whole time imagine 
what's going through our heads like in the car like oh my god shall we find her shall we is this the last time are we going to find when people are crying outside because you know your experience in the hospital you see very many different people so obviously the times when you'd be in and then you'd hear a family screaming because they've lost someone and it was such a tragic experience it was such a sad experience um i generally got to experience what people go through every day and it was such a tragic so i was like this time is it going to be us am i going to reach outside then we find our relatives there oh my god am i going to reach outside then i won't see her then i won't be able to do anything it was just a very very tragic it was a very hard time very difficult but <laughs> my head was just racing there were so many things going through my head like oh my god like god really why but um when we reached the hospital thankfully thank i um i would give the credit to god because uh when we reached she was still there and they told us that she had woken up at exactly three if you're catholic um you know the rosary right my mom is a devotee of the rosary of mother mary she prays the rosary a lot a lot so at three exactly um they said three is the holy hour i'm told three is the holy hour many christians pray at three so she woke up at three exactly and told them to recite the rosary and just went back into the coma like she just woke up and that's all she said anyway the people around her recited the rosary while she was back into her coma but at least we reached the hospital when she was alive but we still saw her going because everything was off surprisingly so we keep praying obviously you try we were praying but like i had my doubts i don't know about my siblings but like i was like oh my god it was such a hard time I had my doubts. I was thinking, what if? Now, why did we get here in the first place? We didn't have gotten here in the first place if it was... Anyway, no, let's not go there. But, um, yes, it was such a... But anyway, so the next day, we kept praying and hoping and believing. So the next day, my father told us that they're going to do a brain operation. They're going to try and do a brain operation on her. Which about 0.0.0.02% of the people who do that operation in the world survive. It's a very small percentage. But anyway, he was trying not to scare us. So he, that um when she was sick, he, he just told us, "Uh they're going to do a small operation on your mom and try and see what's going on. Uh they're going to try it but it's like any other operation, don't be so scared." Now he, this inf- this information I'm sharing he relayed after after she was better. Oh, I, I told you she got better, but like she did. Anyway, so yeah, so obviously an operation on the brain. We did our research. We were so scared those things. Then you guys a miracle. Yes, miracles. Exist miracles actually happen. So there was this doctor. I don't know which country he's from. He said there's a trial. There's something that he wanted to try and see if it would work, yeah. The literally the only doctor who had given up. All the other doctors were like, mm, "Nah, 
uh, we can't, it cannot work. You just keep praying to God and stuff and wait. So there was this doctor. He was old. He was white. He had gray hair. He was really nice. And he was just remembering. <laughs> so so he's, he, he was like, there's this. We don't have to do the operation if we try this um, clinical procedure. I don't want, I'd want to think that's what the people in the medical world call it. And if it works, we won't have to do the operation. So they, they tried that thing. They were, I think they're using droplets. I don't know. Yes, something like that. And they were like, if it clears the clot, we don't have to do the operation. So guess what happened? They start putting those droplets somehow. Then like on the third day, the doctor is like, you should take her back for a scan. So I take her for a scan and like the person in the scanning place is the same person that was there, the one that cried last time. Person literally jumped like, oh my God, what? I've never seen this. Like, how is this happening? Like, I don't, the cloth was actually clearing. Like it was going away in a very inexplicable way. Like, I don't know, I would like to call it divine. In a divine way, it was just going like, what? Like she had never ever seen that. So we take it to the doctor like the report and the doctor was also so shocked like he was like what all the doctors were shocked so they continued the procedure for like some more days and then the clot cleared guys that was good that was really good like i can't explain it even the doctors couldn't explain it in fact they started calling her the miracle patient so Every, everyone in the hospital, like all the doctors had to come and see. At least everyone who had heard of the situation had to come and like see what's going on. They're like, oh my God, this is a miracle patient. This is a, this is a miracle patient. So, so yeah, now the clot clears. Of course, she, she wouldn't just come back to normal immediately because the entire left side had been paralyzed. So like, now you're lucky enough. Your patient is alive. That's good enough because for someone who had gotten into her state, I mean, she wouldn't speak. She lost her memory. She wouldn't recognize us. She, she, she generally, they, they literally said she's not a vegetable. She would never be able to recognize you. She would never be able to speak to you. She would never be able to walk again. She would never be able to do all the things she used to do. She's back at zero. And it's not like she's, she's, she has a chance of relearning. That's what they told us. They're like, so she's never going to walk again. And it was such a hard time because, I mean, this was... We're looking at someone who would be able to support herself and do everything. And she was very active, very... um, She was very... um, I don't even have the the right words to use, but she was a very... At that before and now we're looking at her and they're telling us hey there's no hope she's never going to work again she's never going to be able to do anything for you again she's never going to be able to even just say hello to you again ah it was such a it was such a it really hit hard like it really hit hard in like a, an extremely sad way. Like despite the fact that we still appreciated God for getting her to where she was because 
I know a lot of people that have been in a situation that have not gotten out and even when they have they've not been able to heal from so many different things and now here they are telling us that no she's not going to be able to it was just so sad but anyway so they started her on some other medication while she was still in the hospital and they said they hoped they would discharge her in like a month so they started the medication then miraculously she started talking again she would talk but like not properly like a child children who are start- who are trying to learn to speak you wouldn't clearly hear the words she's saying the stories wouldn't like add up they wouldn't make sense but at least we are happy she's talking because they said she's not going to talk a- she's not going to talk again so that in itself was like another real actual miracle after experiencing a near death after having a near death experience i was in itself another miracle like what she can actually talk so people had to come back and still see like what the miracle patient she can actually talk so like yeah so she started talking and she wasn't really she hadn't really gained her senses so obviously a lot of things she would say wouldn't add up but at least she would talk so eventually she gets better we thank the lord she gets better now they take her home and she's just there like she's a totally different person she has lost all the weight that she once had like she's just literally some next to bones because she wasn't eating this entire time they're just trying to push food through a tube and the tube is painful it creates wounds it they wouldn't push they generally wouldn't push like a lot of food and stuff so um she had lost weight she had changed her everything she was generally not someone you'd recognize so even people even when people would come home to see her they would be scared they'd be like oh my god like even when she had been discharged she still looked like no like something is still wrong she's not going to make it through but then days went by days went by days went back day by day she kept getting better she kept getting better and better and better then one time for at home were just in the sitting room and then they had someone fall so they're like what is going on they rushed to see what's going on and actually when they when they reached obviously they were scared because i mean they had a sick person like you're expecting the worst like has she relapsed has something happened again so um yes she she they started they actually reached and she was actually trying to walk she was trying to get like support from the wall and actually try to walk on her own without like crutches and stuff yet they said she was going to be in a wheelchair forever so yeah it was like what okay everyone was like no why did you try you shouldn't have tried you should have stayed there what but like she's my mom is a bit stubborn and like when she's this when she has decided something that is it there's no (laughs) there's no discussion that is it so yeah eventually she kept trying and trying and trying and trying until she could walk like wow like 
wow the next time she went back to the hospital for, for review people are like wow okay this was not a short time like i'm not saying it took a very short time it took a while it took a while because i remember she came to see me at school there's a there's a time she came to see me with obviously my relatives because i mean she couldn't support herself she came in a wheelchair and she just looked different like she was just looking at me and she had tears in her eyes and i just cried like instead of being happy i was supposed to be happy because i didn't even know that she would come back ever to see me at school in the state she was in like during that time when they said there's no hope she's not coming back they even called they even i remember they even called the people in my village and told them prepare like the graveyard area we're bringing someone Hmm. it was such a sad time you guys there was no hope but anyway i had no hope that she would ever come see me at school so ideally i was supposed to be happy but when i looked at her i just burst out crying like this was a totally different person like she could not support herself at all she could not advise me like give me basic school advice she could not nothing we're just looking at each other and she looked like a stranger i probably also looked like a stranger to her because <sighs> but anyway that was a part that i put in i had forgotten to say but anyway she got better and better and now yeah anyway over the years now she can walk we talk she talks normally she can do everything she can go to work but like not every time she goes on only thursdays like she can't work all the time because there are all these regulations her mind can't get stressed you can't give her bad news um so fast you can't give her good news so fast you can't give her anything that can shock her because it would probably you know get her back into that situation so yes i think generally from that time when i look back and when i look at my mom every day like and when i look at my entire family and the people i love my friends i realize that life just cannot be taken for granted like you can't just look at people and take them for granted like you need you actually need to be grateful you actually need to be very grateful for the people you have for the things they do for you like you don't you shouldn't just take people for granted like ah oh, this is my dad he's here he's supposed to pay my fees it's his responsibility because he had me and I'm his daughter or son um i i think you should show some level of appreci- appreciation like you should be grateful for the things you have and don't take don't take for granted the love that this world gives you like now when i look at her when she does something if something even if it's small like like starting from that time when she used to come on video it would be like oh my god she has come for viti she has come for careers actually highlight all these things and like i'm so grateful to god and i'm so grateful for her and i be, i try to be present for like everyone in my family because necessarily it, it maybe it may not have been her it would have been anyone it can be your friend like the people you i mean spend time with the people you love do the things you have to the things you love to do because even i learned that i mean it could have been me it could have been it can be anyone it can be you you just never know so just love and live that's really what i learned from that time like love love with everything you can at least for the people who love you for the people who are present for you for the people who go an extra mile for you 
like just don't take them for granted like show them that you really appreciate them if you have time spend time with them don't die doing whatever you're doing i don't know at work some people are always working and they never have time like take that time off and just spend that time with those people you just never know you just never know like even when i'm here at school and i probably have like tests i still have to get that weekend and be like no i have to go home and see these guys i have to maybe spend time with my friends like it's going to take this amount of i don't know you just plan and yes you just really never know and you need to be you need to be grateful and show people that you actually love them people need to know like if you love people they need to know you can show it in different ways i don't know people have different love languages so whichever is your love language whether it's gift giving whether it's quality time you could just go home and decide to just you know tell your mom stories you could just decide to you know just gift your friend randomly i don't know according to your different love languages but yes really and i really learned the miracles do happen miracles do happen and yeah god is really there i'm a christian so i really believe at that time i had my doubts okay before i actually used to go to church with just bandwagon like ah you know my parents are going and like my whole family is going so like yeah let's go to church it's, it's a thing it's a it's a tradition we just go to church every sunday and we pray before bed we pray after in the morning we pray before every meal that was just in basic but now i was like wait what like <laughs> There's no explanation. There's no scientific explanation for why my mother actually cured. So I just like to give that glory to God. And yes, just live and love. Do what you love to do as a person, because well, you could also go in time. That's what I learned. Because I mean, if someone was fine just 24 hours back and now they literally can't support themselves, I learned to just. do what you love as a person be grateful don't stress about things let things go if something goes wrong just let things go take calculated risk risks try to live a healthy life that's something else i learned because many of us our parents have those issues because i think i don't know the lifestyle we live at like a young age i know most people are going to be like ah you don't even know if you make it to to tomorrow most people you find will be like ah me i can't exercise i mean a car can knock me or i can bother eating healthy and then still something would happen and i could still go but you never know nothing could happen and you could remain and you could suffer with all these lifestyle diseases so you just need to revise your lifestyle i think so i really try and live uh, uh, quite carefully like the diet the everything you're doing with your life <laughs> whether it's alcohol everything needs to be regulated everything needs to be regulated that's another thing i i learned and then yeah spend time with the people who matter be kind to the people you love and everyone around you because you just never know what people are going through that's something else i learned because i mean would be would be like maybe around ordinarily odd odd say maybe maybe i was at school and I was going through such a difficult time when I was at school probably even my siblings okay not probably obviously but they weren't going to tell everyone about their story we weren't going to tell everyone about our story we weren't going to wake up and cry about it every day we probably even put a smile on 
actually most people most people around us like relatives and family friends used to say my dad is such a strong person because he kept a smile on through that whole situation so if you just found him in like a, at a restaurant or during that time or at, on a road somewhere you just think oh my god this is a happy man this is nothing is going on in his life or us at school because i mean what we're, we're going to cry every day but we had our worries so just be kind to people because you just don't know what's happening to people i mean if someone was so mean to us during that time you never know it was just a little thread hanging to doing something else like i mean why, why am i still here my mom is extremely sick i have no hope and like oh my god people are extremely mean to me like people are just mean to me people go through very difficult situations and they're not going to share with everyone sometimes they have any your friends but your friends are not going to come people may not find it very easy to share everything that's going on in their life so just generally be kind to people yeah so be kind pray live love do what you love to do spend time with the people you love most importantly be grateful be grateful be grateful never take anything for granted mm, that's what i want that's what i had to share today yeah Yeah. It's love.